Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, I'm lucky enough to have as a guest a very, very, very lovely lady by the name of Nomsa Clara Macombe. I hope I've pronounced that reasonably well, Nomsa. Uh, she is the CEO of uh, the Professional Matchmaking Introduction Service, Hope Spring Eternal. Welcome, Nomsa. Thank you, Lynn, for having me. I'm really honoured to be here and to share with you my expertise regarding the deeper love that comes from within. Excellent. Well, on that very subject, I know you're very passionate about what is true love, what is the deeper love, you know, what and all this and how it relates to that connection to yourself. So... Before we actually get into that, what I'd really love for you to do is just share with our audience about what journey has led you to where you're at and, and why you're in the industry. Uh, basically, I was a, a professional footballer before and I was in a relationship for nine years. And that relationship didn't work in the end. And we had a a daughter with my ex, and uh, we and we decided to end our relationship because uh, at the time uh, things were not going how we wanted it to go. So when I ended that relationship, I decided to take uh, call my Kenneth program simply because I really wanted to understand what what went wrong in my relationship without blaming myself and without blaming my ex. I began that journey after the end of the program with Paul McKenna and I realized that actually when I was in that relationship, I thought I knew it all. But to be honest with you, if I can put a scale from zero to 10, I can put zero in that relationship. That, that said, that things were. Uh, the reason why I put zero is because relationship requires hard work. It requires you to love yourself first and to be able to share that love with someone else. And it is something that you have to go through deep within yourself and uh, get rid of every pain, every junk that has been planted from your childhood to where you are. And it requires hard work. So that's why I give myself zero to ten. We're not actually educated or parented around this sort of information, are we, as uh, either children in school or, or, or necessarily have great parents as role models necessarily to learn from. So, um, yeah, it really ne- this message needs to get out to everybody, doesn't it? It does, because um, my parents basically, they divorced and they remarried and they were really happy in their relationship with both of them. But... I couldn't understand at the time that basically emotionally you have to work on that relationship 
and you have to work on yourself. I just thought you just love the other person and it's all about the other person pleasing me, but it was actually the other way around, me pleasing me first and then to be able to give pleasure to the other person so they can re receive that love gracefully and we both be, be happy. Yeah, absolutely. I sort of liken it to, you know, um, there's three stages. I think, you know, sometimes people fall into that codependent relationship where, you know, it can be quite toxic and, and they're very codependent on each other. Then you've got another relationship, which is which is very interdependent, whereby, you know, um, you're still sort of leaning on each other a little bit, but more in a healthier place. But then to really have that really great, strong, healthy relationship, you both need to be independently strong and stand strong without feeling the need to, to lean on each other, you know, so you're both independently strong in your own right. And then when you meet each other, you know, that there is that healthy next level relationship, isn't there? Uh, yes. And also what we need to understand is when two people meet each other, everybody's wounded. When you fall in love, we think that, Everything is just going to be perfect and we're going to have children, we're going to have families and the person who are meeting, they're going to love us, they're going to accept our family and the list goes on. But that's not the case. Women beings are not projections of white fantasy. The truth is all of us, we, we, we are wounded. So if we understand that, that we are wounded and learn to accept each other for who we are, not trying to change the other person, relationship will work. Yeah, it's not about changing the other person, is, is it? It's looking about what baggage are you carrying that you can let go of? Yes, yes, that is so true. That is really, really true. And that's when deeper love comes in. Uh, when you understand all that, the baggage and everything, it's amazing how you can change things by just accepting life for what it is. Yeah, I know you're really passionate, Nomsa, about, you know, speaking about this subject, about what is true love, what is that deeper love? And I know for you, that's all about relating to yourself and, and it coming from within. So can you give me um, your lessons and experiences around your insights around that? When you love yourself from within and you, you, you are ready to love the other person, it will help you to plant the love that flourish that will grow and cherish your beloved and treasure your relationship for many and many years um, it also will help you to love the other person unconditional that love will have a higher purpose it's infectious it also gives the greatest healing energy to the other person to a sense of meaning and fulfillment Yes, you might have problems and struggles in that relationship, but it doesn't matter as long as you know your people, you know why you are in that relationship. Remember that these are two souls that have been connected together and that transformation of love will help you to love unconditional. Absolutely. So what's the first steps that people need to take to get to that journey where they understand how to get to the place of loving themselves? Loving yourself, basically the steps that you need to take is you don't need to ask yourself why things have gone 
the way the way they've gone. So what you need to do is how can I change this? How can I find a solution moving forward? And there are so many books and so many coaches out there who are amazing, who can help you to be the person that you are always known yourself to be. You can just find a coach. If you find a really, really good coach, that can help you for you to benefit for what you want, or you can read books, you can attend workshops, because loving yourself within is not something that happens overnight. It's not something that you can say, I'm going to read books, and it has to happen. You also have to accept it's a process that has to go step by step, and you do the meditation. If you are a person that uh, you love praying like myself, uh, I love God, so I use scriptures to to help myself to find that inner self within myself. And those kind of things, they help. And please don't try to force things to say, why is it not happening? It just happens step by step. Every day is a, is a process. When you read books or when you speak to your coach, it's a process. And eventually you will find that blockage, that chain that is inside of you, and you break free from it. Once you break free from it, there is no stopping you. There is no looking looking back. You are looking forward to your destination. Absolutely. And a, a lot of people, I think, you know, perhaps struggle with the concept as well of, um, you know, say doing an exercise such as looking in the mirror and being pleased with that reflection and, um, thinking, you know, my gosh, you know, I really love that person that's staring back at me, don't they? Yes, it's just accepting you for who you are. You know, we have TVs, we have magazines, the social media. Everybody wants to be something that they are not. But if you really, really accept you for who you are, not what your friend wants you to be, and start having an understanding within yourself for who am I exactly, who am I, my identity, it helps. It's painful. Once you discover your identity, it's really, really painful. It's like uh, you have lifted this thing that has been inside of you for many, many years, and that you're pulling it out. It's painful, but it's a relief. Yes, because now you know who you are. You know your identity. It's very, very important to know your identity. And accept it and, like you say, be grateful for it. I think the universe is crying out for people to recognise, you know, the magnificence of who you really are and appreciate who you really are rather than, you know, our mind chatter gets in the way, doesn't it? And because, like you say, due to media pressures and, and outside influences and experiences, we're sort of um, always comparing ourselves to other people in a negative way and then doing ourselves down, aren't we? It's so, so true. And uh, if you look at the universe, when you were born, how the universe works, before you were born or conceived, you already have a book of life. A book of life has amazing things on it. So it's up to you how you, you handle that book. Yes, there will be challenges in your life, but God does not, uh, didn't create you to doubt yourself, to say, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm this, I'm this. God said, you are good enough, come as you are with your baggage. So if you accept for who you are and you accept 
you you accept the universe for what it is and you see beautiful things in that universe and you'll be able to be grateful and just to embrace everything that is in it absolutely it's it's just unfortunate as i say we're not educated or parented around this stuff because uh you know i see a lot of people struggling with their lives uh, not just around relationships because of issues around deservedness and uh, not appreciating the talents and the magnificence of of who they actually are uh it's so true and that's why i created the hope spring eternal introduction agency because I was one of those people who didn't appreciate the life that I had. I was lucky because I was raised in Africa. I was born and raised in Africa, and I came to the UK, and I, my life was amazing, but I wasn't grateful for what I had. All I did was whining and mourning and not appreciating my life. I think, you know, to a large degree, we also need to mention that uh, we all do that and, and not to beat yourself up if you recognize that, that you have done that because, you know, this is a whole new level of, of awareness for some people. So don't think, you know, oh my gosh, yes, that's exactly what I've been doing and, and, and beat yourself up around it. You know, just, just know that uh, we've all made those mistakes. Uh, you need to just learn from those mistakes. And, and now, you know, with this new set of awareness, act and think about things in a different light and ask yourself more empowering questions. Oh, yes. You have to celebrate your life. Celebrate everything that comes your way. It might be challenges or struggles. Just celebrate them and say, you know what? I'm aware of this situation. But find a solution and you know what? That love will come your way and that love will be real. Yeah, absolutely. So... My advice to a lot of my clients is, you know, recognize that, you know, maybe you haven't been perfect in the past, but that's just down to a lack of knowledge and awareness. And we've all been in that position, you know, now having been given new knowledge for you to sort of take on board and, and think about it's now, now, how do I think about things when I go forward? How can I ask myself more empowering questions? How can I now look in the mirror and see something different to what I've seen before? That is so, so true. That is really, really so true. And also, you know, we can have all the success, money, bigger houses and big cars. Nothing we do or say in that relationship is better as much if love does not come from within. You need to understand the conditions of love so I've created my six disciplines of love that I share them with my clients. Can you give us a, a brief overview of your six disciplines of love? The first one is unconditional love. Unconditional love means love does not keep a record of right or wrong. You love when you are in pain. When you love unconditionally, you planted the love that will flourish and grow and cherish your beloved and treasure your relationship. It comes from within. It has a higher purpose. It's insatiate and it gives the greatest healing energy to the other person. It gives a sense of meaning and fulfillment of that purpose when you give the other person unconditional love. That transformation of love will help you two souls to be the person they are always known to be themselves. It gives them the highest of grace. That is two souls who are connected together by grace 
and truly have the power to open the floodgates. Can you imagine when you open the floodgates, the love that has never been opened before between two people in your relationship, what will happen? You will accept each other for who you are in life. We can have all this effect, but it means nothing if we don't understand the meaning of love. Mm, I absolutely agree with that. And it's essential that that comes from a place of, you know, first knowing and loving yourself first, because, you know, if that's coming from a place of being very needy and desperate, then that is a toxic relationship, isn't it? Yes. And also we need to understand that everybody is wounded and everybody has circumstances and your lover is not a psychic, never assume in that relationship. When you give unconditional love, never assume. Communicate. Communication is a miracle. Just communicate your faith, what you need, your need. Communicate them. Celebrate your love. Celebrate your fight. If you fight, forgive each other. Let, let there be a fight, but let there be forgiveness as well in that relationship. On that note, you know, forgiving, you know, if there has been angry words, uh, it's not about making each other wrong. You know, if there are angry words exchanged, you know, it, it, that's just human nature. Forgive yourself and forgive the other person for anything that's happened in that exchange. And, and the, the trick is then not to hang on to that, isn't it? You know, let that anger or frustration flow through you and out of you and, and not hang on to the, that resentment. It's so, so true. And uh, sometimes when people enter a relationship, they're like, it's going to be all roses, going to be beautiful but it's not relationship true love basically has fight you have to fight you have to forgive and there will be hard times as well you know life life is a bitch life will hit you when you don't expect and also you know the the thing is that i think that we get challenges and tests along our life journey to obviously help us grow and learn and to embrace that you know and it might be painful at the time but just know that it's going to be a temporary pain you'll come through it Yes, yes, you'll go through it, through it all, and you'll be, one day you'll be saying, you know what, you'll be embracing those problems, that's, that's part of relationship, and um, I have the second one, the second one is the, the discipline of courage, power, and love, self-discipline, so courage means you have the courage to talk about fears in your relationship. You have the courage to talk about the challenges you are facing in your life, in that relationship. Yes, you express what you are feeling. You talk about finances. You have courage to ask for help if you need help from the other person, such as help with children or if you want to help with the housework. You have freedom to ask in that relationship, having uniqueness of freedom of expressing yourself. That is courage. Power, it means a relationship with power. It means when both the two souls enter the relationship, you both have to understand that a relationship, it's, a, it's like a building a house with mm. a powerful foundation. You both have to, it's, and it's, it's a process. It's a process, not a destination. Because some people think when they enter, it has to be straight destination, but it's a process. You are both building the foundation together, and that foundation will, be, will begin to capture someone's attention and ignite. That gives the texture. It will have the texture and the character. When two people are connected together, 
the character when you first met, that character needs to stay. Because somebody, like let's say somebody met you, they liked how you smile, they liked how you walk, and they like how you bring light into everybody's life. And that character has to stay. It's an ingredient. It is an ingredient that has no expectations. You both have to be aware that you have to shape your relationship and reshape that relationship. That is power. And then we have the love of and self-discipline is knowing how to deal with the challenges in your relationship. Entering in someone's world to understand their wants, their needs, sharing with each other everything. And it will help you, it will make it different in that relationship and understanding that women's wants are different than men's wants and what it needs as well. Men, what they need is different than women. So we have to understand those things. Within relationships, we have to be ever mindful that there are going to be phases where, you know, the flame is is growing brightly and everything's red hot and passionate. But, you know, like with a fire, if it, the, the flames start dying down, you might need to stoke it now and again to reignite those flames, you know, uh, and it, it, it's just being mindful and aware of, uh, you know, how, how is that occurring in your relationship and, and knowing that you can recreate those flames and passion again when when they, the fire starts dying down. That is so true. That's why you need to keep shaping and reshaping because uh, everybody changes, people change, but you ha- the character has to remain because that character is like, when you look at in the movies, when you're watching a movie, the character stays, you, you continue with that character until the end of the movie. So why should we change our characters when we are in a relationship and you start getting grumpy and changing your attitude and stuff? When you're in pain, you, you go for hugs and kisses and say, I need this. Communicate your need, communicate your pain, and that relationship will work. Yeah, because it's around trust, isn't it? And the more you can sort of build that um, that trust by sharing and seeing that strength within your vulnerability rather than it seeing it as a weakness uh, the more the other person's going to feel wow you know that this person trusts me so much that they're sharing this that uh, they're going to feel now inspired to share as well which creates that deeper intimacy doesn't it of course of course that's so true and then i have the third one is the discipline of humility which is you put your lover first before you need. Uh, remember when you understand the deeper love, that means you already love yourself. Uh, your character should represent who you are in that relationship. Also have an understanding that love develops through testing of sorrows and the challenges of duress. It's a process, not a destination. It begins with love that captures someone's attention and ignites passion that gives the textures that has no expectations and both souls have to understand that put more time to spend together you have to put time when you are faced with the difficulties time in a relationship is very very important because when you when when we meet each other and we develop that relationship, no one will keep reminding you that put time in your relationship. 
So it's very, very important that we understand that even though we work hard and we have to run our own businesses, but we have to be disciplined to give the other person time because they deserve it. And also when the difficulty comes, accept the invitations of transformation, holding on to those to each other, remembering that the things which first drew you together are still there to be drawn upon and cherish them. So it is, it is very important. I agree. And as I think it's, you know, to be honest, um, because we have to recognize that men and women are different. And within that, I noticed, you know, on my journey that men do need that time out now and again. And it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. You know, he, he just needs to have that time out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, quite often, sometimes women panic at, at those moments, but it's got nothing to do with you in particular. He just might need to have time out because he's stressed with work or whatever. But, but, you know, don't, don't think that you know, the love has gone, you know, just, just give him that time and he'll come back when, when he's replenished himself. Of course, I myself, I'm a woman, sometimes I just feel like I need some time out. I need to, I need to go out and spend time with the girls and then come home and find out what has been happening, what the other person has been doing. It's amazing when you are, when you really, really accept uh, that deeper love is amazing the things you can do for yourself and for the other pairs yeah absolutely so uh, so we are in the we are in number four the disciplines of love and abundance so the disciplines of love and abundance it means love is full of everything you need to sustain yourself in joy and purpose love if you don't love yourself you can't positively buy other person who is celebrating you for the special person you are, for the specialness. If you don't believe you have that specialness in you, if you don't believe that you are magnificent and how precious you are and how beautiful you are, how can you expect the other person to love you? How can you expect the other person to tell you that you're beautiful And if you don't believe it yourself? knowing yourself and celebrating you and loving yourself and understanding that self-love is a love-long personal enterprise. It means you are grateful of who you are and you measure your strengths and weaknesses, not bruising yourself with the negative thoughts. Some people, they have this tendency of bruising themselves that are not good enough. I don't think my partner or husband loves me enough. That is the things that we create. Those are the negative things that we, we, we plant in our head. Love and abundance means you recognize your talent, your gifts, and using them in that relationship and using them outside as well. While you are, while you are on earth, acknowledging your flaws and forgiving yourself for them, reaching out for more to better yourself, your heart will only hold big love if you believe it. And love is out there inside of you. So be good to you. You deserve to be treated well and you will be treated even more amazingly in love with that. That's what, if that's what you believe inside. Yeah, because I think our relationships are a reflection of what we um, actually truly think about ourselves. So if you're feeling disrespected, if you're not feeling loved, then, then probably that, then that's how you're treating yourself. You're not respecting yourself and you're not loving yourself. Yes, and uh, 
basically you can't expect your partner or your spouse to love you if you don't believe in yourself. It's just something that is also a process that you really, really have to go through it and start believing it and start living it. Uh, because when you actually love yourself, when you fight in a relationship, it will help you to fight. And then you think about the ending. If I do this, if, or if I say these words, what will be the ending? And then you're like, no, I'm out. <laughs> that is the discipline of love. Time out. <laughs> yes. Now, what's the and next then one? We have, we have the number five is the discipline of desires of your heart which means everything you ask. You know, we are in this universe to embrace it, to love this universe and to love ourselves. That means when you ask, it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, the doors of opportunities will be open to you. Ask for what you need in that relationship. If you feel there is something missing in your relationship, you need to talk about it. You need some care or response. Ask for it. Ask the other person. You don't think the other person is a spite. They are not. Go for what you want or watch a movie with your lover. Those are the desires that you desire. Say it. Express it. If you've been hurt or the other person has hurt you, let them know that this is what I'm feeling. Mm. And the message would get into that person. Ask for what you need. It's Simple. Sometimes you get some couples that find it difficult to express, to talk about their needs, to talk about their desires in their heart. Yes. But it's, it's actually easy. As human beings, we don't like to ask. We think asking is revealing our weaknesses, which is precisely not so true. Mm. Ask for what you need. It, it will reveal the true of your humanity and to invite the person who loves you to be closer to you even more. You know, a lot of this stems, you know, when this is a problem from childhood because don't we as kids get, well, I know I was, you know, my parents trained the words I want yes. out of me, you know, because they told me it was being disrespectful and, and almost in, rude to say I want anything. But yes, actually, like you say, we do need to communicate what we want and need from, from our partners, don't we? Yes, yes. You have to communicate for what you want. And then I have the last one, which, which is, is the discipline of temptation in love. So in, in, in a relationship, you have to behave yourself. Don't provocatively, in any other way, try to be tempted to betray your lover by sleeping with the other person or comparing your lover with someone else, make fun of the other person you love or fight your lover in front of others, in front of your family or in front of your friends or try to make them feel like inadequate by putting them down or family gathering. Everyone has hope. No one is Nobody else needs to know what's going on in your relationship. Those are the temptations that people get tempted. Don't stage your fight in public. Mm. Just because you, you couldn't solve problems before you left home, that does not mean you need to have it out all out in front of the audience. 
Love needs to be nurtured, not threatened or abused. Yeah. Having yourself means you care enough to keep your love, your lover comfortable, you care enough to protect your lover from the outside world, stand in grace and honor the other person. Choose. Don't we see on social media uh, a lot, you know, of people airing their door dirty laundry and then uh, regretting it massively? <laughs> yes, those, those are the, the temptations, the disciplines of temptations that people are tempted. You know, you have to understand that this is the person that you love and you promise to love and cherish. And along in the line in that relationship, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be mistakes. And that person is going to make mistakes. So all you do is, yes, I am aware of this situation. It's not about, you know, it's not a contest. It's not like Britain is for talent. Uh, love is a contest. Love is not like that. So when you fight with somebody or there's a misunderstanding, you just have to forgive and know that, okay, if, the, if you didn't fight it before you went out, you didn't finish the fight, you just say, okay, We'll talk about this when we come back because these are two people that are loving each other. So yeah. we're going to talk about this when we come back. And when you come back, you sit down. You don't brush things under the carpet. That is the biggest threat to that destroys the relationship. Let it all out. And if the argument is just concentrate on what you are arguing about, don't bring if your partner or your husband forgot your birthday. Uh, last year, don't bring that. You even forgot my birthday. No. Just concentrate with that fight. And after that, you just give each other hugs and kisses. And that, that will be the end of it. And then we look to the future. That's what the relationship is about. We cry, we laugh, we sing together, we dance together, we face challenges, and through it all, we come through on top. That's a, a relationship. Brilliant. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing your six disciplines with us, Nomsa. I want to say I'm very grateful for you coming on to share the, your six disciplines and, and your passion around um, what is true love and what is deeper love and, and knowing that is all around the connection and, and love for yourself. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope someone who's going to listen to this, they're just going to use whatever the information they need and it will help you to get to where you want to go with your relationship. Remember, when someone gives out the information, all you do is you sit down and design your own life. It's very, very important to design your own life how you want it to be. Absolutely. So on that note, I'm sorry. Could you share your contact, you know, one or two contact pieces of information for the listeners should they want to get in touch with you? So my website is www.hfcia.com and my email address is info at hfcia.com. Uh, if you go on the website, basically you will find all my social media. You can find me on Facebook. So that is easy to find me. Very, very easy if you go on, my, on the website. Excellent. Th thank you so much. I'm sure make sure that all the contact 
information for NOMSA as well as her, her bio so you can get to know a little bit more about her is it's contained within the show notes so anybody that would like to get in touch who's listening now will have that available to them so once again thank you very much NOMSA for your insights and wisdom that you've shared today thanks again have a lovely lovely day god bless <laughs> <Live with> grace. <laughs> thank you okay and remember listeners true love starts with opening our hearts. Until next time, goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com That's L-Y-N at hearts entwined.com Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts. <laughs>